Hi, friends, and welcome back to the show. Today, I have a guest on, and I can't wait to share with you because she is going to talk to us about really instilling the love of travel, the love of learning about cultures with her family and with other families. And she's gotten to talk about starting a business on her own and how this has allowed her family to live in a way that aligns with their values and their desires to travel and to experience new things each year as a family. And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. Hi, today on the podcast, I would like to welcome my guest, Mandy Oler. She is the co-founder of two travel businesses, Take Me With You Box and Connected Family Travel, where she and her husband, Garrett, help families affordably discover the world together without sacrificing the fun stuff. And I love Mandy's story and what she's going to share with us today because she really talks about how family travel or learning about other cultures and places can really connect us as a family. I love that she's building a business with her children, with her family together. They're learning those things. And I just love that they've stepped out and they're building this in such a way that allows them to live the life they want. So welcome to the show, Mandy. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Oh, thanks. Uh, Absolutely. So can you share with us a little bit about what, what's your story? What did life look like? And how did you get into this? And what does it look like now? So, you know, I was a child who was blessed with a grandfather who traveled the world. He, uh, he had a passport that had, you know, it was thick and stamped to every little inch that it could be stamped. And I would look at that, tra- that passport and think, I want that for my life. I want to be a world traveler. And his stories that he would tell were so amazing. Um, you know, and, and I met somebody who fortunately had the travel bug too, although his um, story is completely different than mine. He, he didn't really travel at all as a kid. And so I, uh, you know, that, that was an early on, like a focus that we wanted for our family. And we traveled as much as we could as newlyweds. And, you know, what, what we could, we were still young and kind of naive and <laughs> in new jobs and things. And, um, and then, life just kind of hit us. We had the American dream. We had the the house payment, the car payment, all the payments, you know, all the things that we kind of got sucked into. And we realized that travel was no longer a focus. It wasn't an intentional thing that we had, uh, you know, set aside money or time to do. We let everything else kind of get in the way. And uh, we had a few kind of wake up moments where we said, this is not the life we had hoped for. We made a few adjustments and, you know, did a couple things that uh, we sold one of our cars that was kind of, uh, you know, it was expensive for what it was and for what we could afford at the time. And we made a few changes. We learned how to travel more affordably. You know, we picked up a few things, but even still, we had kids now and it was harder to get all four of us on a plane, you know, for the same price that we could do it as, you know, young newlyweds. And and our accommodation needs were changing. We couldn't couch surf or, you know, do hostels like we wanted to. And so 
it really just, it's, it really felt like every time we turned around, we could not do the thing that we wanted to do. And when somebody tells me I can't do it, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to prove you wrong. I can do this thing. So we, yet again, we changed our life. We um, decided to, you know, sell what we could make priorities, change, change things up, make, make the, the intentions and the priorities in our life so that we could travel the world and show our kids. Um, we even sold our house to uh, pay off all of our debts. And then we were going to go full time. We were going to do this full time thing. And um, we realized really quickly that all four of us have some mental health struggles and that affected the ability to travel full time. Um, you know, every one of us it has our own individual struggle our own own individual thing that we need support or we need safety security something and that full-time lifestyle just was not going to work so we bought a house um we actually found a house near a program where the kids could learn uh a fr- in a french immersion program and so they went through their elementary years learning french and we just figured out a way that we could show them the world on our terms. So we would travel two or three times a year, um, you know, big trips for what people would consider, right? But then we also did tons of little things. We love Disney. So we did lots of little Disney things here and there. And just, you know, any little pocket of time that we could to explore together. And I don't know, it's it's brought us to this incredible place now where we just, we have something that just works and it feels comfortable to us. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's ours. It works. Oh, I love it. That's so good. And I love to travel. I don't necessarily take as many trips at the moment as I'd like, but I'm hoping that that season is, is, uh, about to, you know, be a little bit more. And, uh, I think that's so great that you're instilling that in your children and you're helping other families instill that in their children and in their families as well. That's one way that your businesses help people come together, help people learn. So tell us a little bit about when did the business, when did you start um, building Connected Family Travels and then with the subscription business? Yeah, so we had all these friends and family who were saying, we know what you do for work. I was an accountant, which, um, you know, not not a big CPA. I didn't work for a big firm or anything. I just had a middle, middle of the road kind of job. My husband was a manager of an automotive shop. And people would say, we know what you do for work. How are you traveling like this? How are you taking these giant trips and multiple times a year? And so we said, well, hey, we'll show you, you know, no big deal. Just come over to our house and let's just sit down and we'll, we'll show you what we do. And, and then they would tell a friend and they would tell a friend and it got to the point where we couldn't just go to everybody's living rooms to teach them what we were doing. And, and for us, it was just all about I want you to do what we're doing because it's so easy, you know, just follow this plan and it's doable. Anybody can do this. Uh And so then we started doing workshops and we would do, um, you know, one of our first workshops with multiple people was in our cousin's house and, you know, and she had invited all of her friends and neighbors and, and, you know, it, it sounds a little, I don't know, is grassroots, right? We, we started it from, the intention that we just really wanted other people to be able to enjoy and and take their children in uh, in ways that worked for them for their own family, um, not in you know not in any kind of predetermined way, right? So you can yeah. plan your own trip that works for you, and it really just became one of those things that we 
it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, thank goodness we were able to take it online so then we could do, uh, you know, Zoom, Zoom workshops. And that's just kind of where we're at right now. So mm. it's, um, it's one of those things that we never, we never really set out for it to be a business. We just wanted, we just wanted to help. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you were solving a problem, right? And so that's the keto business is you're helping people figure out how can they do this too? How can they take a vacation they've dreamed of, but on their budget, right? On whatever that budget is, how, what are the strategies behind that? So I love that one of your businesses is more about educating them, right? Like teaching them how to do it. And then you started the subscription box. Can you just tell us a little bit about that for people? Yeah. So during the pandemic, uh, you know, like everybody else, we couldn't go anywhere. We were grounded. And um, I will be honest, it was really hard because we were so used to just getting up and going whenever we wanted. And so uh, there, we looked for anything that we could do to bring in that international flavor into our lives. Right. So we would go to local restaurants. We would check out books from the library. We noticed that there were uh, virtual tours that, especially during the pandemic, all of these museums throughout the world started offering these incredible tours for free. Mm-hmm. And so we just started sucking it all in. Like, what can we do to, to still get to know, you know, other cultures and communities without actually having to be there? And, you know, obviously the best thing to do is to be there and and to meet new people around the world. But the next best thing is to continue to learn so that when you can go, then you're prepared and ready to go. So uh, one of the first things that we did, we went to an Ethiopian restaurant here. Um, We live just near Salt Lake city and it's kind of surprising. Most people don't realize, but it's quite the melting pot. And so, I mean, we have international restaurants that you wouldn't believe are here, Uh, but we went to this Ethiopian restaurant. We had no idea what we were doing. We walked in without being prepared. We didn't do any research. We just said, Let's just try this. Let's just go in and see what happens. And we we were up front. Hey, we've never been here. What should we do? And they were so nice. They said, okay, go wash your hands and then come back. And we thought, okay, that's, you know, that's just the life we're living. Everyone washes their hands right now, you know. And we sit down and we are eating with our hands. We have no utensils. We have, you know, and, and we're using this special bread to dip the, the food that we're eating. And it was such an incredible experience for us to just to step out of our, our safe zone, to step out and just try something that was completely new. Uh, the, I am a really, I, I'm a sissy. I will admit I'm a sissy. I don't like spicy food. And so they were, they were so helpful to show us like these, these ones are really spicy. These ones are not. So yeah. kind of separated it out that way. And by the end of the night, I mean, our hands were stained from all of the rich spices that we were yeah. trying and our mouths were dirty and, you know, we right. had a little cleanup, but it was amazing. And mm-hmm. so it, it was just, it was one of those stepping off points where we thought we can still travel the world in the, in whatever ways that we can. And when we run out of money and we can't travel, we can still, you know, learn about different cultures and learn about communities and that I think that just was kind of a light bulb moment. Like if we are having this problem, everyone else is probably feeling the same kind of pinch. I really want to travel. I really want to show my kids the world, but I can't. So what's the next best thing? And so we created this subscription box. And really what it is, is um, every we do it every other month because we find that monthly it can kind of stack up. You know, there's a lot yeah. of things to do. 
So there's six times a year we we explore a different country around the world. Sometimes it's a city because, you know, cities are their own, <laughs> you know, little yeah. uh, gems themselves, right? So we'll like, explore um, some kind of cultural community. We always have an activity that we're doing that helps you to understand more about the people and the culture. We always put in some snacks, some recipes, some fun things to do because we love food. <laughs> we travel for food. Yeah. And, you know, and then we also have some virtual things that we do with with this event. So we will have maybe like this month was a we did London. And so we did a tea time conversation and we just kind of everybody had a little, you know, drink the beverage of their choice. They're not much for tea. And they just came in and had a conversation and just get to know each other. We also um, talk with locals from the countries that we're exploring. And so we have really uh, rich conversations about how they felt growing up in the country or what it was like for their grandparents growing up in the country in, you know, in comparison to what it's like for them now. And so, you know, just unique ways for us to get to know places if we can't be there. And I mean, I would love to travel six times a year. I I would love to explore all these countries, but when I can't, this is, you know, the next best thing. And it's so amazing for our kids. Oh, I love it because like you said, well, and also I know I'm sure sometimes it's extended families that are doing this. So for instance, sometimes the grandparents aren't coming with the family or the kids don't get to go. And so you can kind of experience it, even if part of your family's going, you know, what did you do? Show me on this map or what, you know, or whatever the thing is. So I, I just love that. Like you said, when you're learning, you're getting excited about a country that whether you go to or not, you're learning, right? You're learning something new. It's interesting. You know, I love your story about the Ethiopian restaurant, because like you said, you can immerse yourself in other cultures by going to Chinatown or a, a restaurant that's an authentic restaurant, right, for that um, that place in the world or that culture. So I loved that example because, you know, we don't need to be intimidated by trying new things, but we can just say say to the people wherever we're going, like, we, this is not a culture or, or whatever it is we're used to. So can you hold our hand and help us? Right. And like you said, most people want, if you're there to experience someone's food or their culture, they are so welcoming typically that they want to introduce you right to their heritage and their culture. So I love that story. And I love that you took that as a jumping off point to start this subscription box. So tell us though about that. Are you all still in your other jobs? And so this is just kind of launching. Are you full-time doing your two travel businesses? So I have been fortunate enough. I actually um, left my accounting job. I was there for about 20 years and it, it was, it was really, to be honest, it was becoming something that just didn't feel right for me anymore. It felt like, um, my creativity and my, my need for adventure and to start something, you know, and, and to try new things. I really just kind of, I was stuck in a box and I wasn't feeling like myself. And so I, I set out to, to leave. I, uh, they have begged me to come back multiple times because it was something that I actually was really good at, but, um, this settling into the travel space really is where I find so much joy. And to be honest, when, when our clients go to new places, I'm just as excited about the trip as they are because I just see what's happening for them, for their family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the things that they get to learn and enjoy 
that, you know, maybe six months prior, they just didn't get to see. So I, you know, I'm definitely more fulfilled in this role. And uh, it's something that we're working to build up to be definitely more of a full-time income. It's still, still kind of in a building phase, you know, but, yeah. um, but it's getting there and, and, you know, we get new subscribers every month and, and it's amazing to see. My husband is still at his job as a manager of, his, of the automotive shop, mostly because, we really like the safety and security of that paycheck. So right. hopefully, you know, it is our goal that he will come, uh, be able to come home and we will do it full time. Um, we involve our kids in everything that we do. So from packing boxes and uh, last month, we actually sat down together and my 12 year old helped me plan the Spotify playlist that we put together for London. And we did kind of a, a journey from you know the Beatles to like current artists and and the evolution of the music in London and he had such a blast helping mm-hmm. me put this together but also knowing that he put it together all you know our members were so excited to hear what he'd put together for them and it just involving him in this involving my 15 year old they you know, they have this entrepreneurial spirit now where they're saying, okay, I want to start my own thing. I'm, I love helping you and I love putting this together, but what can I do now to grow a business of my own? And so kind of unintentionally, we're, we're growing things in them as well. We're inspiring them to build a life that they love and, you know, do the things that really bring them joy uh, and not to get stuck in a job that they, that isn't, you know, fulfilling their hearts. And so it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a side benefit, but it's amazing to see what's happening in them. Oh, I would say it might be one of the biggest, greatest things, actually. You know, I, I listened to several, you know, women that have, were starting their, well, I've had other businesses, but this, this stuff's newer for me in the last two years, but you know, they're already on their way to making, you know, millions and millions of dollars. And, but they say one of the reasons is they're showing their daughters in their case. I know we both have sons, but either way, they're showing them what's possible, right? They're showing them, you know, that there's all this opportunity. And like you said, whether you go into a more traditional career or not, there's always opportunity to design a life that really does fill up your heart. You know, that's like what you're drawn to. And whether that means you work in a more standard job for a while while you're trying to figure this other thing out or whether you step straight into, you know, building your own thing. I What I think is amazing is, there's always opportunities and there's always possibility or potential, but we have to, like you said, we have to cite our, set our sights on what is it we truly want in our lives? What is it we want to experience and what do we want to move towards? And we can do it. It just might take time and planning. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that as we look at what other people have done, you know, as, as we see other people growing their own thing that does inspire us. Right. And, and maybe it isn't that um, maybe we don't create a brand new thing, but maybe we create our own position under, you know, under someone else's umbrella, but we can create something that is fulfilling for us, um, you know, in whatever, whatever fashion it might be. So it's the possibilities are endless, really. Yeah. Well, tell me about as you stepped in doing more of this or working in in this business of yours, building it, because of course you're always having to be coming up with what's going to be in the next subscription box and what you offer. So tell me a little bit about how your creativity and your curiosity, you know, and kind of tapping into your imagination has blossomed as you've stepped into 
this business? Yeah, I, I've always had this creative um, side of me. I remember as a child, I would, I would be coloring and drawing on the floor. I would lay on my floor in my bedroom and I would just color and draw until I would fall asleep. And my mom has a picture of me where, you know, there's just heaps of supplies surrounding me and I'm asleep on my coloring book, you know, and, and I think it was always there. I always pursued creative things. Um, but somebody told me, wow, you have such an incredible mind for numbers and to see things clearly to, you know, step-by-step processes of things. You should really go into accounting. That would be such a great thing. And I thought, well, that's safe. And that's my brain can do this. So I'll, I'll take that road. And I kind of shut off all of those creative pursuits. And it wasn't until about, I don't know, five or six years ago where I realized that I was starving for this creativity. And so, you know, in, in true spirit of doing the best that we could, I started learning how to watercolor paint and I would try to draw in a sketchbook as often as I could. And, you know, these little pockets of time that I could do whatever I could do. I, as much as I would love to have just quit everything and go to art school, that, you know, that wasn't really what was going to fulfill me at, at that time anyway. And it really just wouldn't have suited what our family needed as well. So uh, I, I don't know that I'll ever be a full-time artist, but I, I love this creativity. I love that I can plan trips for other people and I can help them to see how they can use their own creativity, you know, to, to insert the things that are fulfilling and exciting for them as they're doing their trips. But I also, you know, I wear a million hats in my business. So which, which hat am I putting on for this block of time right now? Well, right now I might need to make some marketing materials. And so I will design things. Um, Canva is a software that I use because it's so easy. I mean, I know how to use Adobe products and everything, but Canva is just so simple. And so it allows me to be, to, you know, work with colors and to work with design and, uh, you know, and there's just so many different hats that I get to wear as I'm building this business. Eventually, I will happily hand over plenty of them to someone else as I am building it. But, uh, you know, it does still allow me to have this creativity in in so many different ways. And I think I think that's why I am so happy in what I'm doing right now, because I still even though the business is hard, even though, you know, getting sales is hard, even though making a website is hard and all of these things that, you know, as a business owner, you have to do. um, I think there is still some fulfillment in it because I still get to use my creative juices, you know, that, that I actually get to do something with. So it's a, yeah, it just, it develops every day. And I look back at some of my initial posts and I think, wow, I, you know, I was really brave to post that, wasn't I? (laughs) And I, I'm thankful that I just stuck with it and just kept doing it because it's just getting better and better. Um, I'm not perfect. And I am, I am not a professional designer by any means, but I'm doing okay. And and I'm, I feel really proud of the things that I've put together. Uh, And as you should. Yeah. I think that's a thing. I think if we can just step into or continue to move towards our passions, you know, and then what that vision is for our life, we can do work. It fulfills us. Like you said, it allows us to be expressive or creative, which I think everyone is made to be creative in some way, right? Yeah. Like you're, somebody's might be in the kitchen and somebody's might be instrumental and somebody's might be design or all of the above. But the point is, is as humans, I think we were made to create 
and creative, right? To be curious. And so when we lose part of that, which a lot of us do when we go into a more traditional job, it's just the nature of things. If we, we got so busy working or raising children that we have possibly stopped tapping into that. But I think a lot of us realize that and we rediscover that joy in creating and rediscover the joy of being creative. Um, so I think it's really important. And I think if we can combine that with whatever work we're doing, whether it's for ourselves or, or for a company, that's we're going to find more fulfillment in that, right? Because we need to be expressive. We need to be able to not just create the same widget every day for forever, you know? Right, right. It's it bec- it's just too routine, and we get we just get we lose our our light. I think when that happens. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know I don't think that I'm a proponent of everybody should start their own business. I don't think that everybody should take their passion and turn it into something that they're selling. I think sometimes we lose uh, we lose that passion when we are when we force it. Yeah, um, but you know things can evolve, and you really never know what could happen? I mean, I have painted all kinds of projects and had people contact me and say, can I buy that? And 90% of the time I'm like, here, look, just, I'll just send it to you. You know, I'm not interested in selling my art. And, uh, and so I think just in whatever way that you can be creative and whatever way that you can enrich your own life, um, just do it. Just take the step, just do it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's, 100%. I think we should create, we should be creative in our lives, regardless of what we're doing in our, in our work, you know, and we should be creative in our work. But what I'm saying is I, you know, one of the things I even promote for people is having creative detours, you know, just in their day, in their week, which is anything that lets you be creative, right? It can be going on a walk and looking at all the different colors purple that day, or look at all the leaves that are heart shaped, right? So part of being creative is noticing things around you. And taking the time and well, in time and space to be creative, right? And to be curious, which is what you're doing with your business. And so yeah. I love that you're instilling that in people. Uh, let me ask you this what might you just, how might you encourage people just in trying to be more intentional with designing the life that they truly want in stepping into that? Well, something that happened to us. Um purely out of accident. My husband and I had planned an anniversary trip to Anaheim because we just love Disney and I love the ocean. And if I can just um, have a little bit of California sunshine in me every so often, I'm a happy woman. So uh, we planned this trip and it came and ended up that he couldn't go. Um, His boss had already planned a big family trip. And so my husband had to stay um, and, you know, man the shop. And we didn't really want to get rid of the trip. So we decided to take, I would take my oldest son and we would do a solo trip. And so we thought, why not? Let's just do this thing. Let's make it, let's test it out and see what happens. And so um, he, I, I let him help me plan the trip. We, we sat down and wrote, you know, wrote 20 different things that we could do. Really just a brainstorm, but um, no holds barred, write down whatever. And then we narrowed it down and said, okay, we only have three days. What can we do in these three days? Yeah. And so that helped him to understand things take time and how much time, do, you know, what's the block of time. And we're talking about a 10 year old kid here. So he's got some awareness, but not a lot. And so, you know, we, we planned this trip and he did a great job of uh, prioritizing the things that meant something to him. And also, you know, we didn't spend we didn't have an unlimited budget, so he had some money to work with. 
And we went on this trip. But the interesting thing that happened was this kid was somebody who had a hard time conversing with other people. He he was always um, really quiet. He just would kind of keep to himself. He had struggled in every year of elementary school. He was struggling with all of his teachers, with all of the peers. Um, He didn't really have friends. And we went on this trip and came back and this kid was a totally different kid. This, this is somebody who blossomed and bloomed into somebody who felt valued. And um, he knew that he had a voice. He knew that he belonged to me and to us as a family. He knew that he, uh, you know, that, that when he had a suggestion that we would listen Mm -hmm. and, you know, we may not do everything he wants, but we listen and we, and we offer constructive feedback and, you know, something changed in him. And so I think, I I think, you know, my advice, you you know, back to your question, my advice is you never really know what can happen when you intentionally, you know, when you set aside a chunk of time to do something, whether it's spending time together as a family, whether it's, you know, growing a creative pursuit, you never really know what can happen from this intentional time that you spend to, to do this thing. And to be honest with you, I've never had anything not be wonderful from that. I've never had, you know, life happens and uh, we get stranded in some random country when the train engine leaves us, um, you know, hijacked in some country or whatever, but, but all of these things, we we intentionally set the time aside to do them and they all turned into something wonderful and totally unexpected, but incredible. And the stories that we have and the memories that we have because of this intentional time that we spent. And I think that that is, you know, one of our core values as a company, as a family is just this intentional time. So if if you and I were to go to to lunch or something, you and I would have intentional time together and something amazing would come from that. And you know, we try not to be distracted with our phones. We try not to be, uh, you know, doing too many things at once so that there really is just that um, mm. almost as if there is a, an invisible wall around us that nothing else can come between that that time that we're spending together. And, uh, you know, we've done a lot of multi-generational trips with, with, our, with my parents, my husband's parents. And, you know, that time we will never, we will never fully embrace until they're gone until we don't have those opportunities. In fact, my, my father-in-law passed away um, about 12 years ago and we, we don't have that time with him again. And so we cherished that time that we did spend with him. It was never, it was never a waste. It was never, you know, uh, we'll, we'll never have any negative thoughts about the time that we blocked off to be with him. Mm, I love that. And yeah, you know, I mean, the saying goes, right. Live life. Um, worth telling stories about. Right. And so I think that's the thing is whether you like to travel or you don't, you know, there's always stories to be told if you're living a rich life, which to me, and I think to you means yes, being intentional, but it comes down to people and relationships and, you know, being of service and, you know, being creative in some way, whatever way that is. And, you know, just being intentional about what you want your life to be like and doing your best to move towards that. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So that was such a good conversation. Mandy, tell us, how can people find out more about your two travel businesses if they're interested in learning more? 
Yes. So if you, uh, if you're not quite sure you're ready to travel, but you want just a little bit, you want a sample, you want to dip your toe into some travel, or, uh, maybe you just, uh, need a little more travel in your life. The take me with you box is, uh, where we have our subscription box. You can find that take me with you box.com. Uh, we're on Instagram primarily. We do have a Facebook account, but man, Instagram, Instagram shows me more love than Facebook. So <laughs> that's kind of where we hang out there. And then um, we also have our Connected Family Travel is where we host workshops to teach you how to use credit card rewards programs to travel for free and, um, you know, and to prioritize those connections with your family. It's why we named it Connected Family Travel because we love those connections. So ConnectedFamilyTravel.com um, and that also same thing on Instagram. So we would love to have you join our community and come hang out with other like-minded people. Oh. I love it. Mandy, thank you for joining us today and sharing about your journey uh, in adventuring around the world and getting other people to do the same and also building this business, you know, towards a passion that you love. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kristen. Okay. So a quick takeaway or two. Uh, First of all, it's, you know, Take time, uh, at least quarterly or monthly, just reassess your life. You know, are you moving towards the things and the desires, uh, the dreams that you have for yourself, for your life, for your family, or are you on autopilot or you, you take inventory and you realize you're not really moving towards those things. And if you're not, you know, start writing down, what do you want to move towards? What is it that maybe, you know, you've been moving towards that isn't aligning with the future you want for yourself. And then go or chase or spend some time um, growing or improving uh, one of your creative pursuits, one of your creative interests. That can just be a hobby or it can be something that turns into a business. But either way, do things that light you up, do things that bring you joy and that really allow you to express yourself in some way. And then the other thing is, are you following your passion? And then are you putting your priorities first in your life? So I love that Mandy talks about, you know, one of their priorities is spending time with their kids, introducing their kids to new cultures, new experiences. And so for them, that is a high priority, right? Family time. And then also it's, you know, these new experiences and and travel and things. And so that is a priority. It literally was one of the top things on their list, which is what then created these other businesses for Mandy and her husband because they continued to follow this passion, this desire to instill this love of travel and this love of um, meeting new people and learning about other cultures in their children as well. So I love it and I hope it will inspire you in your own life to maybe shake it up a little bit. Go try a new um, ethnic restaurant, plan a trip to somewhere you've never been, you know, or just go learn about you know, a different culture. I mean, on occasion, I'll even do something basic. You know, I might be cooking in the kitchen and on a, I, I want to mix it up. I want to try some other music and I will just, you know, think about, oh, what do I want to listen to Italian or French? And then I'll try some stations. So one I've turned on before is I think it's called French cafe, you know, music or something, but you know, it just mixes it up. I'm introducing myself and my, I'm bringing in new sounds to my, you know, 
into my ears, into my environment as I cook. So it can be tiny things, right? We can shift in so such little ways, but it actually can impact us in really great ways. And the more we do this, the more we get comfortable with being open to new experiences, being open to new people, being open to new places, and then being open to, new, to possibilities, right? New possibilities and opportunities in our lives. We will find that we're tapping into so much more joy and we're tapping into that part of us that was meant to, you know, be excited about life, be, um, you know, just like a little kid. Like we just literally are showing up like it's Christmas morning or it's our birthday and we're unwrapping gifts. And that's how I want to show up in the world. So I just hope this uh, episode will help you just kind of follow some of your passions or or something that you're curious about. Just go after it. Just try one little thing. I am not a painter per se, but I have many times ordered new art supplies online. Uh, I think maybe two years ago, I ordered watercolor paints and the paint pens. I've never done watercolors for the most part, but on occasion, I will pull out those watercolors and I'll paint a picture because it's allowing me to have a stress break. It's allowing me to be creative and not worry about the outcome, but just enjoy the process. Enjoy the experience of seeing, you know, the colors and the paint onto paper and just see what I'll come up with. So until next time, I hope you have a great day and I hope this inspires you in some way. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at kristenfitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.